Welcome to the Fallible Fems. I'm Andrea. And I'm Mindy. And today we kind of wanted to tackle or go into a little bit more about work. Our last couple of episodes, we kind of talked about our work history and our experience. And honestly, I was just curious about really how many people are happy with their jobs and that are working in a job that they're satisfied with. So it kind of pulls some statistics. And when I was looking for that, I also found some other interesting stats. So we're just going to talk about that today. So just to jump right in. I love it. Uh, yes. <laughs> so um, a source I found from Seed Scientific um, they had a great list of like 15 statistics of job satisfaction in 21 and which one of their main stats, which I thought was very interesting. And I think very true is that nearly 75% of employees quit their boss and not their job. And let me tell you, I am right there with them because there have been a couple of jobs that if the boss would have been a little bit different, a little bit more easier to get along with, I probably would have stayed. But the fact that they were difficult definitely made me walk away from a pretty good job. So I was thinking about that too. I found that really interesting. It's just crazy how much like you can just love what you do and love maybe other people that you interact with. But the person who is either just your supervisor or the person that signed your paychecks, whoever that may be, it can make a difference, which is kind of, you know, it kind of sucks a little bit because Mm -hmm. I'm doing something for you. I know you hired me to do a job, but you're not letting me do my job or you're making it hard on me. Or sometimes there are bosses that don't do any work and you're stuck Eh. with all of the work. Yep. I've, I've had both. Like one was a micromanager and she had to have her hand in every single thing. It was very frustrating. She was a manager. I was an assistant manager, but I also worked on um, store displays and just did a bunch of that. And so it was very difficult to fully to fully feel that you had full control over something when she could come behind you and be like, I don't like that. Change it around or do it differently. And I'm like, this is my job. Like right. you're a manager. You should be able to not micromanage and step back and let somebody else take this. And that was very frustrating. Or just do it yourself. <laughs> right. But she was terrible at it. Yeah. And so it was like, your opinion does not matter at this point. You're going to make it look worse than it is. But And just sometimes people have unrealistic expectations when That's they set it. a project for you. And I'm like, my thing is, is this is not at my current job, but this is like definitely at like almost said the place, the makeup job that I worked at um, <laughs> when I was like a manager. But I also had to make sure different sets that was uh, like products that were in my area to make sure everything was filled, everything while I was the only cashier. Oh. And it was a set like it was a Friday That's night. Or something like that. I'm like, how am I supposed to do this? Like, I don't, and I'm supposed to be taking care of people. And then like at the television listings place, like if I had one thing to work on, it'd be fine. But then other things happen. Like, how am I supposed to get like this two hour project turns into a two day project because I keep on getting interrupted. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. with me, at least my brain, when I get interrupted, it's like me and me getting back into like the flow of something takes me like 10, 15 minutes. Like, where was I? What was happening? (laughs) Anyway, so I, I I find that very true. Um, I I agree with that statistic. I do too. I do too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We're there. We are there. From that same 
uh, study that you were mentioning, Mindy, I just find interesting how it says also like more than 50% of all U.S. employees are disengaged from work. Also, that's another thing like U.S. employees. Um, I, right. wonder how, I wonder how that is around the world, but it is such a going through the motions when you're not like when you're not satisfied and when you're just like, okay, I just need a paycheck because I need to make rent, I need to feed my kids. I need to function. I need to make my car payment, my insurance payment, all that. But just to be at a place where you just feel like a, a like a warm body, like you, right, right. You just like why well, even to lack, bother? to lack passion or energy to, yeah. you know, like for me, I wanted a job to where when I got up in the morning, I wasn't like oh, dreading it. Like I have to go again. I don't want to go there because like I've had jobs in the past to where on my days off, I did not want to pass by the building mm-hmm. because I was like, I want it's as triggering. far away as possible. And it was, it was very triggering. And so I get it. Like I wanted something that would give me passion and make me want to go to work every day. So it's sad that just, there's over half basically that feel the same way. So furthermore, on top of that, I mean, it affects the workplace negatively because it causes like toxic environment. It does and, for sure. And which is so crazy because like, don't you want to make your people that work for you that keep your company going, making them happy? It's funny because I don't know if it's funny, but for us, it's such a no brainer kind of thing. I'm like, yes, this person did not sell $10,000 worth of X today, but this person uh, managed to keep the doors open or keep the lights on. I was able to come on their day off or open, you know, just keeping like, just because you're doing something that doesn't directly make profit, make money. There's just so many intricate pieces that keep the whole wheel turning. Right. Well, well, you know, you may not make that quota for the day, but you may make contacts that will mm-hmm. keep people coming back and they might later on make you meet your quota. Right. So it all, you know, you want to be able to have passion for your company and fully believe in what your company is doing and want them to thrive for it to be successful. And to do that, you have to make sure your employees are happy Mm -hmm. and not just, oh, I give them a paycheck. What else do they need? I'm giving them money. They don't need anything else, which is not the great mindset to have. And so it's very important to, you know, to have the boost in morale and to keep people going and have a fun place, fun environment to go to. To, to work towards. So I agree. So another thing that I think is also important, and it kind of ties in with what we were just talking about, about, you know, people being passionate about their job is that a lot of times people experience burnout quite easily. I mean, if you're doing the same thing for, you know, a couple of months or, you know, six months, you kind of need a break. And so vacation is also very, very important. And I'm one of the ones that rarely takes it. I feel very guilty about taking vacation time because I've usually worked at places that are shorter staffed. And so they don't have a lot of employees there to help cover. And so I always feel bad about it. But I did some research with that because I was just very interested. And I think I, I heard it on maybe another podcast or on social media somewhere that in the OECD, which is the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, um, there's 38 countries within that um, organization that the U.S. is the only country that does not require employees to provide annual paid leave, which I thought that was very interesting because I thought it was just like part of it. Like, that's what you have to do. But it's just basically a perk of the job. Like, oh, yes, we're going to provide it. That's why I guess it's not consistent through, you know, your job, like 
you know, some places might provide just a week's pay. Other ones might provide three weeks, which I mean, that makes sense that it's not required, but they can kind of do what they want and they don't have to make sure you take it either, which I think that's kind of important. And typically I've seen a lot of like country, like European countries to where it is required. And with us, since it's like a week to three weeks, kind of whatever you prefer, um, depending on your company, but the EU, the European union, they establish a floor of at least four weeks or 20 working days. Like that's like your base pay. That's crazy. And I just want to add like what the United States does. There are some places that say like you're hired on you automatically get two weeks of vacation. Some, uh, especially if you aren't salary, if you, well, I guess it's half and half. Like if you're hourly, you build up your vacation. You don't even start with any vacation time. Right. Some places give you a week and then like, oh, you've been here on your second year, you get an extra day added. So it's almost like you earn your vacation right. time at right. a lot of places. Right. And that's crazy. Like I know like 20 days, like automatic. And what and I've seen too, like some um, companies here, like they'll roll over days, which yeah. which so, is awesome. So the ones you don't use, awesome. at least you get to keep. But like me, if I don't use them, I lose them. They're gone. And right. so it's just like it's it's very hard, like very difficult, and just need and, to do better about that. And obviously, there are places that are like, hey, you have to take this time, kind of thing, because of the right. way they come, which is great. But that's not a lot of place. I don't think that's. I mean, maybe like the big big corporations or something like that, but just to protect themselves. Right. I don't know. That's so crazy. And what is it? France mandates at least 30 working days of paid Mm -hmm. annual leave. That's six weeks. Yeah. The UK is 28 days. Austria, Denmark, Finland, Sweden, Spain, 25, Portugal, 22. And little America over here, we're like at minimum five days or, you know, sometimes at most, like that's all you get. Yeah. So I'm like, really? Wow. I'm thankful that I do have a job where I, I do have a good amount of vacation time and holiday time and stuff like that. But that's not everybody. And no. I'm just like, even going back to what you said, like, even if it's a job that you love, you're still going to get burned out. You are. You are. And you need a break. Like you need a mental break or, you know, you just need time, like a mental health day even. Like you just have to take your br- your brain just needs to unwind. So listen to us major companies that's listening to our little podcast please take <laughs> note <laughs> like hey be better <laughs> I know like the um, source I found it was from the Department of Labor their website right so it's like you know a reputable website but they were saying like it, the benefits are matters of agreement between an employer and an employee so right. that's the thing like it's not consistent so it's like it's it's all like where you work what kind of company you work for you know what you do and so it's just like just wish it was like set to where this is what you get you have to take it you know so and it says it's from the fair labor standards act yeah that sounds right yes (laughs) because that's definitely fair does does not require payment for time network really okay cool yeah so something else that i think we should really talk about is how work can affect your mental health um And sometimes you don't even realize it because some people don't even think about stress as mental health. You know, like I'm stressed out of anxiety. You know, maybe anxiety is something that people kind of like, that's a word that they can, you know, like, okay, anxiety, mental health. But, you know, stress is feeling stressed from whatever is, Mm -hmm. you know, a part of mental health. Okay. So something that I found on 
it's brainforestcenters.com. And I don't think we've said this, but we'll link all of our sources in our show notes if you want, if you guys want to go read more about it. Um, so this is just a little thing that I think is really important for just anyone to hear. Um, they're doing an article about, uh, about how, st- uh, how job stress can affect your mental health. So the negative mental health effects of job stress are often compounded when that stress trickles into workers' personal lives. The Anxiety and Depression Association of America reports that seven in 10 adults feel that workplace stress has negative consequences for their personal relationships, especially with their spouses. When job stress begins to infiltrate our personal lives, our mental health can be even more negatively affected. And I'm sure many people, myself included, take their work home with them. And I'm not saying I'm having a work from home kind of day. It's just, you know, you, you clock out or you leave or you're done for the day and you're like, this is my, the rest of my evening or however that looks is time to unwind, time to do this. But it just creeps in. You're like, you think I had a really bad day and now I'm in a bad mood. And right. And I've, I've done that before. Like, like to people around me, I've had people do that to me, you know, and it's not like you're doing it on purpose, but you have a bad day at work and you just have a bad mood the rest of the day, or you can't stop thinking about work. I've had dreams about work before. I mean, that is a sign that you need a little bit of a break. You need a little time. It does for sure. Like when you're dreaming about stuff, although, you know, what's funny. Sometimes I'll dream about jobs from years past. I'm like, (laughs) that was weird. Yes. Same. (laughs) So, I mean, like pay attention to how that and, you know, when the, we, I feel like I use this phrase a lot, but I think it's true when you're kind of in the thick of it and you're in your emotions, you're not, it's hard to really kind of separate and compartmentalize like, okay, this is coming from this and I need to take a step back. But sometimes when you just, it just takes some training to be like, okay, why am I feeling this way? Why do I feel like I'm in a bad mood? It's only Tuesday. What happened? And then you're like, oh yeah. Cause that person yelled at me right? and said, I wasn't doing right. a good job or whatever. Right. Yeah. And we don't even do it on purpose. That's the thing. And that's, that's the tricky thing with any kind of mental health or stress or anxiety is that it's not intentional. Like I'm going to be in a bad mood today, you know? (laughs) No, not at all. Not at all. So at one of my previous jobs, I felt the same way. Like I would go home and feel so emotionally strong, like um, emotionally spent because it was just so much put on me. And I remember on my off days, I would literally panic anytime my phone rang. So I'm like, what if they're calling me and asking me a question about something or or about a customer or about a purchase? And I'm like, I don't want to deal with it. And that's why I would have anxiety just to go past the building. Cause I'm like, what if they see me and they're like, Hey, come in, you need to work or something. And I'm like, I would have such anxiety about it. And I mean, I've quit that job probably, I don't know how many years ago, maybe Hold on. I'm doing math like Andrea does. I haven't done math at all this episode. (laughs) Um, I'm going to say about eight years ago, and I have only set foot in that building maybe twice. Yeah. And I just, I don't, I mean, it's back at where my parents live, right? back at my home state. And so I'm like, I don't get by there that often, but I'm just like, I can't. I can't because what if somebody still works there that I know and I'm like, I don't want to bring those memories back up. So I get it. And that's why and I knew a lot of my emotional stress and anxiety came from that job. And that's why I knew I had to get out of it. I had to find something else, no matter the cost, no matter if I was broke and couldn't afford anything. I had to, I had to, I had to get away. And so it's very hard. We spend so much of our waking hours at our job. I mean, if we have, let's just say we have a normal 40 hours a week 
you know, let's say, you know, we wake up an hour before we go to work, maybe two hours, we're up for another four hours. So of the day of the time that we're up in a day, we spend more than half of that time at work. And then it's like you get to the weekend if, or let's say you get to a day off that you have to. And then by the time you've recharged yourself, it's like back to the grindstone. And if it's right. a place where you're not happy or you feel stressed, it just makes it that much of a heavier and harder task to, to follow through. And right. it's just like, you know, people say, I mean, you can stress is a killer. You can hurt yourself physically, not just mental health, but physically cause problems because you're so focused on something that is just, you know, makes your brain and body go crazy. Yeah. It's worth it to be happy. I know it's hard, but it's worth it to, to find something that you're happy. If you have to start and stop 20 times to find a place where you feel like you're supposed to be, you know, I mean, a paycheck is really important and it's important to support yourself and your family and stuff like that. Right. Right. But you can always be on the lookout for something. Well, and two, you know, I've heard I've heard this quote go around and it's like, what whatever makes you happy, go do that. Right. And sometimes that's not the easiest because no, it's a lot not. of things make me happy. And I'm like, I don't know what one thing I want to focus on. And then if I focus on that and it becomes like my full job, am I going to dread it now and not enjoy it anymore? I've had that Possibly, same thought, you know? And so for, for me, at least when I was in a bad job that I didn't like, I picked up any side jobs I could to try to find something that I was passionate about. And, you know, it, it took me a while to kind of, kind of come into what I enjoy. So I would say kind of do that you know yes you might have hobbies but you might have multiple hobbies and multiple things that you're passionate about that you like but sometimes that doesn't mean you need to do that full time you just not right. need to keep it as a hobby but you know pick up side jobs here and there try to you know think about what you would love to be doing every day and experience that just by doing a part-time job and see if that's something that you would like to do full-time so I agree I know we're about to shift just a smidge, but before we do, I just want to say that if you aren't happy, if your body and your mind is being abused in some way by your job, obviously not physically abused, but maybe physically abused, if you're taking Mm -hmm. a beating from your job and it's starting to affect, you have to re, even if it's something that this is how I make my livelihood. If you cause yourself harm because of stress and if you can't function and if you are so miserable that you just become a shell of a person yeah it is not worth all the money in the world it's not worth it there are always other there's a there's always something else and i'm not saying it's easy but if you have to choose between stressing yourself out to the point where it's affecting you so much you don't know who you are anymore or affecting your family your friends your relationships that it's created such tension. You got to evaluate, reevaluate and and move on and find something else. Because if you're not happy or at least content, then it, I mean, is it worth it? What, what is the price of, you know, being healthy mentally, physically, right? It's just hard. It's just hard to really look and see as like, okay, is this, is this taking too much of a toll on me? Because believe it or not, whether it is just mental or if it's physical, your body will start to tell you. Oh yeah, definitely. Like Definitely. even it's like, even if it's not physical, like I don't have a temperature, I don't, I feel fine. But for some reason I have a headache all the time. Like I went to the doctor, I'm fine, you know, like, or something like, it's just, your body will start to mm-hmm. say, Hey, um, can we, can you stop doing this to me? Yeah. I appreciate it. So, yeah, I, I get that because one of my bosses would constantly ask my opinion, but would never 
want it. Mm -hmm. She really just wanted me to agree with whatever she was saying. So I became a, a yes doer. Like I was like, yes, yes, yes. yes Sure. You know, like why, why have an opinion when it's not valued? So I stopped, I stopped caring. I stopped uh, wanting to, I basically became dead inside as horrible as that sounds, but I knew my opinion wasn't, wasn't wanted. It wasn't needed at that time because it would only have made things worse. So I became a person with no thought. I didn't care anymore. And that's when I knew that this was not worth it at all um, because it affected me mentally. It affected me spiritually. It affected me physically to where I couldn't do it anymore. And I knew it wasn't worth it to, to deal with that for a paycheck. And I remember applying for another job, taking a pay cut to go to this job. And one of my old managers asking me, why are you doing this? Are you doing this just to run away, to get away from this? Because that's not how it should be. You shouldn't run away from your job, you know, from your problems, whatever. And my problem was my job. And yes, I was 100,000% running away because I needed to get away from it. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. It's not running away. It's for real though. That's what she asked me. You're just running away from your problems. If that, is, that, is that what you're doing? That's what you're, you know? And I was like, I don't care. All I know is I can't work here anymore. Like who says that you have to keep your problems close to you? Don't you want to get rid of your problems? Exactly. I'm trying to remedy my life. This company that was creating every single problem I had. So I'm like, I don't, I don't care. Um, okay. So now we're going to kind of switch things think we're kind of come to the end of our journey here and we're going to talk about our weekly whoops and our weekly wins. I almost want to end on my weekly whoops because it's so funny, but I'm going to, that's not no, how we're I doing. I mean, I, I can tell you mine first. No, I mean like the last thing I say, because mine. <laughs> no, it's okay. You can do your weekly whoops and I'll do mine. You can go weekly win first if you want. Uh, okay. So, so we'll just go, we'll just jump in. So my weekly whoops for this week was that it's kind of a win too at the same time. So I finally had a weekend with nothing planned. And for me, that's a huge win because recently for the last like month or two, every weekend I've had something to do. So I finally had a, a Saturday with zero plans. And so I was like, this is awesome. This is what I'm going to enjoy, which was great. Great win. But I really needed to clean my house and it didn't happen. So I really need to clean my house because I have company coming this weekend. And yeah, it's not quite ready for them. So that's my weekly whoops. Listen, but are- I, I fully pu- pulled into the to doing nothing Saturday and I enjoyed every bit of it. So that's my weekly win as well. So, oh, you did a twofer. That's that's sure did. Sure so did. I just want to say our weekly whoops aren't just like, oh, we're, we're terrible people. It's like, you know what? Whoops, we could have cleaned, but whoops, we didn't because we it's, didn't it's need to. normal things. Like, yeah, yeah maybe <laughs> I sat on my phone and watched TikTok reels and Instagram reels for way too long than I should have, you know, okay. but my body was like, you just need to be horizontal for a while and not standing. So I was like, I'm okay with that. I will clean probably never. So procrastination is everything. It is. It's the greatest word in my library. Okay. So my weekly whoops is an actual physical whoops. So I was there. I can Mindy, tell you for Mindy sure was it was, man. 
because you know this is a way that i'm imperfect because i'm a fallible human being that literally literally falls down so mindy and i were just walking in the mall like two normal ladies do and then here's the weird thing i just blink and i'm on the grass like i don't even remember i wasn't even sure what happened i just looked and i was like andrea fell what in the world so and i i couldn't understand the only thing i can compare it to is have you ever just had one of those dreams where you slip and fall or you kind of trip and fall and you don't know how you did there's no like I tripped over something all of a sudden you fall like yep. that's what it felt like like it just there was no nothing around me there was no like I just someone just some spirit yep. that was yep. haunting the mall just just ran right ran right you. under my feet and <laughs> like my toe slid I don't even know and then I hit my knee and kind of my hip and on my side and I'm like I was so confused I was like what how did I even get down here? And I'm like, Minty, did you trip? No, I'm just kidding. And I look up at you. I'm like, what? And I look down and I'm like, there's this puddle of ice water, or I don't know if it was water. It was just some sort of liquid, ice, like a huge puddle. I'm like, I slid on a piece of ice. And you know, mall floors are not like you know, notorious for being, you know, exactly. Rippy. And these ladies at the kiosk were like, are you okay? I'm like, no, I just felt it. It's like, this is so dangerous. I'm glad it was somebody who was like, would be okay if they fell like because that could have been so bad. So yeah, bad for I'm, somebody I'm else. I'm still to... a little jarred. I'm not going to lie. Like I feel I'm, you little... have to have a bruise. Have who knows I, which is shocking that I don't have one because I bruise so easily I have random bruises all over my, like I'll run into stuff I'm like where did that come from oh yeah those were like last Tuesday when I ran into a table uh but I don't have any bruises right now and it's very weird so that was my actual weekly whoops and let me tell you being a 30 something year old falling down is not the same as being a 20 something year old falling down anyways I'm going to follow up with my weekly win yes what is your win so my weekly win is that I have not ordered on uber apps uber apps oh my uber eats you want to start over <laughs> no i'm gonna keep that in <laughs> yes. i like yes. when i mess up um because it's funny uh yeah so although i almost did tonight i was like just do it andrea just do it I'm like literally you have a freshly meal in your refrigerator just get it out and heat it up. yeah no nobody would know <laughs> i know nobody would know but i would know and my cat would know and she'd look at me and be like mm, you are terrible anyway so that was my i resisted the urge to not that you know not to throw shade on ordering food i order a lot but I, lately i have ordered way too much and i just frivolously spend money on delivery fees and whatnot so anyway so that's what i resisted the urge to good order for food. you high five woo woo Oh, wait, I was about to ask your weekly one, but you um you doubled up on that one. Sure did. You're welcome. So I think that sums up our episode. I hope you got something good out of it. We put a lot of information, a lot of research out there, but we'll make sure to link all of our websites we talked about in our show notes. But to sum it all up, we just think it's very important to be happy in your job. Um, and if you're not, it's very important to work towards something that makes you happy because life is very very short mm-hmm. and it, it can end in an instant. And so it's important to, to live what life you have happy and, and with intention. Very, very important. So, all right, guys, don't forget to subscribe, tell a friend, follow us on Instagram at the fallible films, Twitter at the fallible films. I mean, we have a TikTok. You don't, I mean, you don't have to do the TikTok because if you're here, that was the whole point of the TikTok is to get you here. Yes. It's literally just us playing episodes until it's not. Who knows? We might show our faces a lot. There is no telling. We I don't have- know, you might want to get on just to see. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. We know we're adding a few followers every handful. You know, we're just excited that we, you know, there are people out there and feel free to shout 
just talk to us. Yes, all, please. Give us suggestions. Do. What do you want to listen? What do you want to hear about? Just us. Tell us, tell us all the ways you're fallible. Give us your weekly whoops and your weekly wins. We'd love to hear. We'd love, love to hear them. Or not. It's up to you. But thank you for listening. And we will catch you guys on the next episode. Goodbye. Ooh, ooh, ooh.